Okay. Milestone, right? We hit getting the magic back. We, we realized our enemy, the fear monster. We've thwarted it momentarily, but we have our, we know how to pursue it. And we've brought all the characters together. So we'll go, well, actually, the first thing we should probably do is you do get to upgrade your characters. So you each would get to upgrade two things on your character sheet. If it's got a number value, you can raise it up by one to two different things or raise one thing up by two. The limit is if it was your milestone, things can go up to eight. If it was someone else's milestone, things can go up to six. So if I wanted to increase one of my skills, I, I would do that now, and that would count as one thing that's increasing? Yeah. Okay. And you get two of those? Yeah, you get two of those. The first milestone, you get two. So since I spent belief, can I increase belief back? As soon as we do this, we're going to talk about belief. Because, yeah, your belief always goes up or down at the milestone ends. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you will be getting at least two back. So, so like, say, I took my food source switchy from beginner to skilled, and I pumped imagine from a five to a six. Great. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that was a good example. Mm-hmm. Now, it was your milestone, so you can raise things upward to eight. Mm. So it's worth mentioning to you that this might be your only opportunity to do so if need be. Oh, okay. So I don't have to increase a skill just by one bump? You you do, but you could get it over six right now, but you won't be able to later. Oh, okay. So I could make one of my things legendary status? Is that what you're saying? Anything but legend. Oh, Legend okay. actually has special challenges to, to get that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. But yeah, if you have like a six and something, you could raise it to a seven. Like one of your skill to – one of your expert to the best. Gotcha. One of your soul skills if it's a six, where the other two guys are limited to only raising things up to six. It makes the milestone that was yours a little better for you. Okay. All right, so my food source would yield. I'll bump that to an expert then. It's probably a good idea, just because the next time you'll be able to raise one of the other two things you mentioned. Okay, Michael, what'd you do? Uh, I raised imagining up to a five, and then I raised, raised my body to a four. Cool. And Caleb? I raised my reason by two points to a six. All right. Yeah, and then for both of your cases, you're both going to increase your belief by two. Um, so bringing that up, that means that, Michael, your belief is now going to be up to six. Yep. So one of the things that unlocked for you now is at five belief, you can reroll up to two failed dice with two tags. Okay. So instead of just using one tag to reroll one die, if you can find a way to use two, you can reroll both dice. And now, if you wanted to burn your belief, you could also change a roll into a critical success with what we call the tide at a six belief. And this is all in the middle of your character sheet. One of the thoughts is that as we're getting closer and closer to the dream, the character is believing more and more in themselves and in how their view of the world is. So what's cool is that if you do begin to save this belief up, you could be stockpiling it so that you can really kind of become the one, like become Neo in the Matrix and like have your moment where you're like, I can see the code and everything and make what I need to have happen, happen. So. Kevin went and got in uniform. That's Ooh. right. So each of my players, please roll two 10-sided dice, one for your imagine, one for your reason, just like we did last time. All right, I have one and one again. Okay. Uh, 
we lose ties? Does that count as a success? Or you, a you lose ties, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I have two failures. Okay. And then Kevin. I am one and one. One and one. All right. All right. So we start with Caleb. Caleb, our story is about making the perfect sandwich. We, we've, got, we've begun to get the magic back, uh, but now we have to find fame through skill. Uh, and since this is your milestone, it's kind of fitting that you get to initially frame it. Um, so why, what's our problem? What's stopping us from finding fame through skill? And you, you're, you're welcome to use the same stuff we used before. A lot of times our focus has narrowed since, you know, having no focus. And then now we have the fear monster and yada, yada. So. <coughs> the biggest obstacle right now is that there was a corporate sponsored competition <laughs> that had been happening in this region for several months. And today is the uh, culmination of these events. Uh, all of the winners have come to our town and they are currently overwhelming the town as they compete uh, <laughs> to win the prize that Quazine has put up as part of his corporate structure. So the town is overwhelmed with the most skilled and famous chefs the world has ever seen, all competing and showing off what they can do. Okay. And if that's the problem, how are you going to tackle it? I, I might have to just bust some skulls. I might have to go down there to this competition, cause a ruckus, and prove that I am the best through brute force. Through brute force? <laughs> hey, I I need to be the very best. <laughs> like no one ever was. So I'll, I'll go to whatever extreme I have to. I am a hot-headed upstart with untapped potential. So okay. it, could, it could happen. Your tag is ham-fisted. Because <laughs> I get to give you a tag. So. All right. Love it. Uh, for Gixer, yeah, just like Kevin said, you have flexibility here. So um, obviously this is a one-shot, but um, a lot of times it probably sits better with a two-shot. Um, but honestly, the game is designed to really be like up to like a 10-session game. So I, I hope that kind of answers your question. It doesn't have a perfect limit, but I like that when you have a dream and let's say each character has three milestones, you know, then you could have a lengthy campaign that still has an end in mind. Just got to find where your sweet spot is. Obviously, if you have a, a local group, and some stories are going to lend themselves better to shorter or longer play. So, um, Kevin, since you're next in our little circle here. Okay. You heard what he said. Yes. But you can go in your own direction. One of the things I didn't cover enough last time, but it's important to say, is I don't have to use any of your ideas. This could be all just <laughs> thrown to the wind. But at the same point, like last time, I used almost everything you guys gave me because it was great. All right, so what I'm thinking, uh, we need Ash to have access to the ingredients he needs to make the perfect sandwich. And to do that, he needs to win this competition. So the for the first time in, like, over a decade, Quazine is actually sponsoring a chef in this competition, and that's Ash. <laughs> You're sponsoring someone in your own competition? Yeah, I mean, I it's my own competition. I, I'm not a judge in the competition. I'm merely the celebrity behind it. 
Yeah. And in years past, uh, I used to actually, you know, have apprentices, things like that, that I would sponsor for the competition. But I haven't done that in a long time. Suddenly, out of nowhere, and this, I would say this has been after the events um, at the house. This has been a couple weeks, maybe. And so I've been training with Ash. Uh, he's gotten my magic back. Uh, I've helped him hone his with some of my, uh, some of the wisdom bestowed by me and my sentient chef hat master, <laughs> who I've also taken out of storage. And we've surprised the town with the announcement that I am sponsoring him for this competition. What tag should we give him, Michael and Caleb? Grim determination. I like it. Okay. You have grim determination. Now, the tag that you got for the last milestone, we're scratching those off. Okay. So this replaces those ones, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then, uh, Michael, your turn. There was some miscommunication with the network, and they <laughs> thought that Quan was wanting to challenge Ash. So basically, Ooh. Quan is automatically moved to the finals, and then whoever wins the competition will then have a cook-off Versus Quan for the actual champ championship. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Especially because you gave it something fun that they both could participate in some way. Except for like one guy might be trying to lose. Like, I don't know. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, and then we need a tag for Mike. Uh, for Sand, Stan Witch. Stan Witch, how would you go about, now that you created that situation as being the problem, how would you go about... Um, fixing that well normally Quan would be the judge but he can't in this mm -hmm. situation so i am the guest judge who will decide <laughs> the winner okay so he would need a challenge he would need a a tag that reflects him being a, a judge or a good judge or a bad judge or any kind of a judge what if he lost his sense of taste Oh man, <laughs> I've been called tasteless before. Uh, tasteless. Then we're gonna let's go with tasteless. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so we have our things. All right, so let's go around and just describe a little bit of what happens at this festival. <laughs> so, like we mentioned, I like the idea that we were talking about corporate sponsors. Um, something that quant. Uh, it's not Quan, right? It's Quazine. Chef Zine. I've been calling him Quan Zine. That Qua would have been promoting through his businesses. Uh, businesses such as Apple Hop. <laughs> and um, with all this corporate sponsorship in the middle of our town, there would be all these pavilions and sort of tents and stands. I'm thinking kind of like those hot dog eating contests. You know, there's, a, there's like a couple areas that are kind of like raised up with like, you know, uh, tables that are for the panel of judges and, you know, people are kind of crowding around areas. Well, I also like to think it's like an Iron Chef competition, too. So we have all these, like, celebrity chefs, you know, like the local newscaster and the weatherman, uh, you know, the principal from the school that won the football championship this year. And, yeah. like, and all these people who are just terrible, but they're doing these competitions. And there's heartache and, and, and victory and determination and loss and somebody hair caught on fire or something <laughs> are we describing um, a montage yeah it sounds like a montage to me yeah so caleb what would montage. you add to the montage of kind of like the early part of the festival was, was there a hundred competitors and it had been narrowed down to four and 
I I think what happened was all as all of the competitors were entering town because of course there was a big spectacle there was a big opening ceremony so there's this this big to do with all of the regional winners coming into town for this final contest and and competition celebration kind of thing i decided to sabotage that (laughs) so along the path coming into town there were big giant columns that had been carved with the visages of famous chefs and there were banners draped everywhere and flags and during the the opening procession uh, I I dominoed those and they started <laughs> falling uh, and they took out about half the competition. <laughs> so obviously they probably shut down like the festival for hours. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, like a turkey fryer and there's a huge fire. Huge yep, fire. Huge fire. Yeah. Uh, so so basically the the competition got shut down for half a day. Uh, the corn maze pe- just went up and like, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like, like cotton ball. Uh, a bunch of people got uh, taken to the hospital, so there there is half of, of my competition is now remaining. They they reopened the the events uh, <laughs> and, and they 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 restructured the the round robin elimination setup so that it's it's now much more focused and. Kevin, <laughs> all this stuff happened to your festivities. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> Obviously, I am enraged that Ash <laughs> would go to such base measures to try and win the competition. And there would be an argument between the two of us where I essentially am like, that is not the way of the chef. <laughs> Listen, old man, your magics are... are are old and and you haven't used them for years. You don't know what what it's like anymore. This is how we do things in the modern age. <laughs> this is not the young apprentice who studied with me for weeks. Did you learn nothing from the fate of Saucy? <laughs> no, I don't care about a frying pan. I want to make a perfect sandwich. <laughs> this sounds like it probably sets up our our like <laughs> chef on chef contest for the the final go. Well, you know who didn't get crushed in all that rubble, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely going to be a showdown between Ash and Gary before Ash ever moves on and goes up against Chef Zine. That's the quarterfinals, yeah. And and I think that as a result of this twist that. Chef Zine actually throws some resources to Gary. <laughs> uh, so so maybe behind the scenes, Gary gets some secret ingredients or, or some special magical training, uh, and, and it catapults him through the, the final rounds of the competition. Okay. So this is bringing us towards the challenge of the milestone. The, the meat of what this we would have built up to if we had, you know, if we had hours to lead up to it, we could have gone through this piece by piece. But just to kind of give us a feel of what that would have been like and then hit us to the, the, the heat of the moment. Is it so we're, we're building up to that confrontation where Qua has to actually duel out with Ash, even though Qua probably wants Ash to win. But 
he it sounds like he's 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 backpedaling a little bit because he, he has doubts now doubts that are being fueled by you know this sort of new breed of of chef and he's he's brought gary in to sort of soften you up and see if you're prepared michael how would your character how would stanwich be involved in this part i mean would you be the judge already at this point or uh yeah again i'm thinking like iron chef i get to decide the ingredients and like maybe like handicaps that they have to have uh you know they can't use this or they have to you know their ovens can't go up to certain temperatures like all these other weird crazy rules that i get to make up and i just want the best like i so i don't really care if it's gary or ash or or qua i just want there to be a competition so that the best person wins so i would try to even out everything and so they're all on equal footing okay because what I really like that you said there that made me think of it is that um, it sounds very fitting that somehow between Qua and yourself trying to make things kind of even kilter, that Gary would move on to the finals and it'd be a three-way because of some controversy that like Gary and uh, Ash had a tie. Oh, that, that's actually, that's when my, my tasteless kicks in. <laughs> I can't tell which one. So I, I cover that. <laughs> By saying, I can't choose, we need a, a three-way cook-off. Three-way cook-off. Yeah, I'm hoping that I can get my taste buds back. I'm, I'm drinking my pure water before the actual competition, <laughs> in the competition. So our three-way challenge is the challenge of this milestone. So we this is obviously with cooking. It seems like mine's going to be a very valuable thing here. So I'm going to put that in eight. Uh, the body of it, unless you're trying to actually make people like full and they get like knocked out from the food or yeah, or like you have poisonous food or something, we'll give that a five. That's not so likely, but to manipulate your way through each other, one-upping each other, that sounds, we'll give that a six. So this is a pretty solid challenge. Um, some of the difficulties are, um, we said balanced ingredients. So we'll say that it's a fair contest. Another difficulty is that you are tasteless. We're just going to take yours. Yeah. That's a real problem for the judging. So I'll, I'll be walking around like sampling things and I'll yeah. just be like, hmm, interesting choice. Like it's like, you know, just margarine on a table. It's all it is. <laughs> I also like playing on that. That's it's he's the sole judge and he's kind of frail. That, that there may be problems that arise out of feeding him samples of things and he's too weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still chewing. Okay. So starting the challenge off, how would Sandwich go about trying to get one of one of these threes to be, become a winner? We're trying to defeat the challenge of like the actual competition. So how would you be going about trying to make one of them the winner? They would be having to make a... Uh, well, there'll be courses and, and each course will be judged separately and then there will be an overall winner. So basically there'll be an appetizer phase and a soup, then a main course, then a salad and a dessert. Do you have any skills that would help you design that? Not really. Uh, I, I am hard to please. That's nice. Is that a tag or is that a skill? Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, well, I do have verbal judo, so uh, <laughs> I, I am skilled at that. So I will clearly explain the rules so that everyone knows exactly what they're supposed sure, to do sure. and give them hints as to like what I might enjoy. There's like there's like code words hidden in my instructions <laughs> for the types of foods I enjoy. Okay. Now, are you trying to help them or are you trying to hurt them? Are you trying to make this harder on them or make it, uh, you know, easier on them? 
I, I want to make it easier on them. I mean, okay. because I want there to be a fair competition. I don't want to give anyone an advantage, even Gary. Okay. Go ahead and roll Imagine. What, unless you think is Reason better for you, because you could be, you may have done this a million times. Yeah, I actually it. think with Reason, I, I probably okay. have judged many of County Fair cook-offs before. Go for it. Both of them passed. Okay. Well, no, no, sorry, six is a tie. So, sorry, I, I passed one and failed the other. Okay. Um, are you happy with that, or do you want to use a tag? I want to use a tag, because I want a double success here. I'm hard to please, so I have written instructions in addition to my <laughs> verbal instructions yeah. that I have pinned next to everyone multiple places. So, like, I clearly have made it sorry, well guys, known. Sorry, guys, he hands you worksheet packets. Yes. You're going to need to read and sign here. And they're tri- triplicates. Yeah. <laughs> now, do I re-roll that or do I just get um, re-roll. a free success? Re-roll it. Aha. You re-roll I, just the failed die. Correct. I, I I kept them separate that time. I did not get doubles, but I got close, but they did both pass now. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Um, now, this is where I can be a dick and say that while you did all that in an effort to make it a fair contest, you are getting exhausted because of your frailness. Even at your own lengthiness of making this be, uh, you know, to the T. So re-roll your successes. Okay. Both of them? Yes. Both are still successes. Nice. Nice. Ah! Okay. Now, by doing that, you can either add a tag to the challenge that maybe you could use against it, or you can remove one of the tags, which means maybe you're not suffering from being a frail judge, or you're not a tasteless judge. I want to get my taste back. Okay. All right. And when you thought of doing that, that's probably like a sort of outsmarting the challenge, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to make it more beneficial. So we're going to lower that mind by two. So it's down to six. Okay. Caleb. Well, I'm going to say, though, that my taste came back in the middle of a ghost pepper eating contest. <laughs> I thought I was a sure win. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Caleb, what are you cooking and how are you cooking it? How are you winning this challenge? All right, so I am bringing out a recipe that was passed down through my sandwich omancy masters. And I am uh I am preparing a dish that is seemingly a very simple basic dish, a, a type of porridge. However, each bite of the porridge actually contains all of the flavors of a completely different meal. (laughs) So as you are eating this porridge, each bite you take takes you through a completely different flavor profile. Each meal is different. So I I am uh, whipping up this magical porridge. I'm bringing in all these different ingredients. It's almost like I'm making all of these different meals and then condensing them into different magical components to put into this final porridge. So I am whipping up uh, a literal storm of food (laughs) swirling around my cooking station. What skill would help you? Oh, this is definitely sandwich amancy okay because i'm i'm using my magical skills pure and simple i like to think it's imagined because you're you're like this isn't just something you've made before you're trying to make the best thing you're reaching you're going outside the box you're innovating definitely okay yeah okay so uh that's two failures <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> do you have a tag that would help you 
Your belief is back up to four, so you can only use one tag to help you. Of course, you do have faith if you wanted to reuse that. But. I almost think it's better if I fail <laughs> nice. in, in this situation. Sure. I, I think a, a, a complete and utter failure will give me a degree of fame and success that I did not originally anticipate. <laughs> because if we know anything from reality shows, the the second and third place winners are still pretty well known just for different things. You're the Chris so, Daughtry of the competition. Yeah. But I like to think that you actually were successful and then you set the porridge down and there's like a mix up. And so, like, just regular plain porridge was served to the judge, but your your special porridge got given away to, like, a homeless man? <laughs> Which is very fitting because, actually, that dark energy that haunts us, right, that prevents innovation. Oh, maybe it actually, moves to bowls. Yes, yes. And you couldn't of... see it because you're invisible. <laughs> so, yeah, as the food gets put on the judge's table, some like a dark hand comes out from underneath the table and just switches the two placements of the porridge and retreats back into the table. The fear monster strikes again. Now, yep. uh, Caleb, since you were cooking and that was a, a sort of a mind sort of task, you're going to take two damage to your mind. OK. Now, I can either uh, add a tag to the contest or I can add a tag to you. How about overconfident? Because he thought he had a masterpiece. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. You are overconfident. Okay. You can write that on your character. All right. And then, Kevin, what are you up to? So I see that he's going with something homey. A, uh... You saw the judge taste it, though, and he didn't seem impressed. Yeah, which confused me because I saw the magic involved. <laughs> and I know he created. I'm a like, judge, though. I got to keep that emotion off my face, you know. <laughs> I have a poker face when it comes to tasting. <laughs> um, but I'm, you know what? I'm out to win this thing now. After getting so angry at Ash over his initial destruction of half the competition, I'm beginning to think that maybe he doesn't deserve to win, or I'm at least going to make him fight for it. Yes. So I am whipping together. Something made of vegetables. Oh. <laughs> As I know, Ash has a fear of it. And I'm upping the ante. I'm. How dare you? I am using my. I am using my food source witchy to the maximum. I'm pulling tomatoes and lettuce cucumbers. <laughs> uh, I'm blending a cottage cheese in the air. And I lay the lettuce down. As a garnish, the tomatoes are chopped in midair and land and look as if they're boats with a little bit of cottage cheese. I bring in a poached salmon and chunk it within the Roma tomatoes, and I cover <laughs> it all in a balsamic emulsion. And I just, with a flourish, and at this time I've got my sentient chef hat on, saucy is hanging from the side, and I just use food source witchy to just flourish it down to the judge's table. And I fix a steely gaze on the crowd. It sounds like that magic is back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to roll? Uh, I will roll with uh, food source witchy, of course. Source witchy, yes. Um, and I guess, it, I believe it would be imagine. 
Yeah, sounds like it. So you are reaching like you used to do in the old days. Oh yeah, it's it is back, baby. I'm in front of a crowd. <laughs> and Kevin, it's worth mentioning that your belief is six. Okay. You might not have been here when we raised belief. Ah, okay. Oh, I have two successes. Nice. Sadly, they do not match. <laughs> okay. So, given that it is supposed to be a fair contest, Mike, how would you interfere to to make it so that his grand, grandiose, obviously, like, elaborate magical scheme that's going on, you're like, wait, 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 that's too much. I got to bring this down a bit. His sentient chef hat is actually against the rules because that, <laughs> that qualifies as a team-up. And that dish is disqualified. The okay. whole dish. <laughs> I just heard Kevin's feelings in real life. Uh, How Kevin, dare re-roll you? your dice. Reroll your no. dice. I hope you're proud of yourself, Stan, because that's two failures. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tags you want to use? Because you technically didn't use any yet. I mean, he... Okay, okay. And I used mine against you, so I can't use any more against you. So you disqualifies your dish. And you're like, really? <laughs> I brought I brought the saucy back. How am I supposed to follow that up? All these vegetables. I forget which tag was given to me for this one. Oh, I wish oh, I could remember it. Yeah, what crap? Why did we give him? Grim Determination. I Grim mean, Determination, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, that works. So I will reach up. Grab the sentient chef hat and throw it off the off the stage. <laughs> I'll march down to the table and I'll stare Stan straight in the eye. You know he wasn't speaking to me, Stan. You've seen me do this before. <laughs> that was my own powers at work. Gary Gary's there. He's like, no, seriously, Stan, I think he was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, stands over there like with a modest kitchen. He's got nothing special going on. He's just a talented cook between these two. Stan, you put that you put those tomatoes to your lips. You taste that balsamic emulsion (laughs) and you tell me that isn't all me. (laughs) Oh, that just took a turn. All right. So I get one more one reroll. Yes, yes. Um, you, but yeah, you actually can roll, if you can use two tags, you can apply one to each dire, because you have, uh, five plus belief now, so. Well, I'm using Grim Determination. That makes sense. Is there another that can help you? It is, you can also use the tags of the competition against it. Like, it is a fair contest, and he is frail, if either of those could help you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know what, I'll just re-roll the one. Okay. Uh, part of me wants to grab Stan by the shirt and shake him around a little bit, but oh. he yeah. is still my friend for the moment. I still he will fail. get the perfect burger. I still okay. fail. And one, right? Or on both? Uh, that's Everything's a failure, because I was only re-rolling one of them, gotcha. and they were initially right. both failures. All right, so double failed. So, <laughs> so, I, so I almost sat there and go, all right, Quan, I, I, I'm sure this was good. As I slowly just slide it off the table and onto the ground. Oh, but yeah. it's not your best. And I demand <laughs> your best. Okay. The the contest now has a tag of anger. 
<laughs> because because there are people who are getting mad at how the competition is going. Um, and you, uh, Kevin, take two points to your mind. Did we uh, did we go back up to full? Yes. Health? Yes. You would have after the milestone, okay. man. Okay. And Mike, what are you doing to help continue the challenge to make sure it's a fair contest? Well, again, I would say that uh, now that we've realized that he has a sentient chef's hat, uh, he's, no, <laughs> he's no longer allowed to use that. That's considered a team up. And uh, so now we're all back on the same playing field, except for they both have magic and Gary doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Gary is actually like, hey, sentient hat. How about this? No, not that one. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to do to continue to make sure that the, the contest stays fair? Or to make their lives more difficult, if that's your goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is when I have to bring in the secret ingredient that, uh, that everyone has to use. And it needs to be something, like, just weird. So anybody in chat, like, I don't really know cooking stuff. What is just, like, a... He's looking at Gary. Like, a stupid ingredient they should have to add. All right, white truffles. Ooh, white truffles. White truffles. I think... I don't even know what that is. But yes, you have to mushrooms. use them. Perfect. Very expensive mushrooms. Well, I think white truffles are the cheaper version. I think black <laughs> truffles might be the expensive ones. I can't remember. <laughs> Caleb, how are you um, using this to win the challenge? Truffles have been added. Alrighty, so this is a little bit less like Iron Chef and a little bit more like Cutthroat Kitchen. So... <laughs> Ash is going to realize exactly. A Ash is going to realize that trying to brute force his way through this is is kind of backfiring because now he's got everybody against him at this point, and he's a, a little bit cautious about slinging too much magic because I'm now getting worried that Stan is just going to outlaw anything that I do with my magical skills. So. I am going to buckle down. I'm going to recall in my mind the long hours I spent learning in various kitchens around the world. And I am going to pull a uh, pull some ingredients from the kitchen that are best designed or, or or, or, or will create a flavor profile that will best accentuate the white truffle as an accent to feature it. So really what I'm doing is, is I'm running around grabbing all these ingredients that don't look like they go together at all. So it seems like I'm grabbing some stuff for a salad, but then I'm also grabbing some things that Wait, might you, go... Wait, you touch vegetables? It, it's a... It's a meat salad. That's <laughs> a meat salad. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, so I'm grabbing all these ingredients that just don't look like they go together whatsoever. And when I bring them together with my training instead of my magic, I'm actually using real cooking skills to create a dish that features the white truffle. Okay. So I like gangsters uh, like yum. <laughs> it's basically a bunch of bacon with a white truffle on top and some macaroni and cheese. What skill would you use to create this concoction? Uh, I'm definitely using ingredient improv. Okay, and I, I'd like to go to my reason here because I'm not 
using uh, anything magical. I'm really trying to rely on my training. Okay, sounds like a plan. <laughs> Meat salad, you know. All right, that is uh, two successes, nine bacon. matching. Okay. Um, let's see. Would anything force you at this point? It's uh, a fair contest, but uh, you're, you're being with him in the alliance. Uh, he's frail, but, you know, it's bacon. How could that hurt him? People are getting mad. You know what? I think that one's fine. So it just goes on through. You Two successes. Now, is this something that you are winning the challenge by your culinary feats, or are you winning by feeding the judge? I, I think that, that this actually boils down to creating such a hearty home-cooked meal that the judge does get full and just doesn't want to eat anything. <laughs> right, right. So you reduce that body to from a five to a three. Now, since you double succeeded, you could remove one of the tags or add one that might help you in the future. What tags do we have in the competition right now? It's a fair contest. He's frail, and there's a general anger going on. Oh, I'm going to remove fair contest. <laughs> so I, I think you that – You like bacon with, or truffles. <laughs> with, with eating this meal, Stan has become so full that he dozes off. <laughs> and while he is asleep – we all realize that this is the one opportunity we have to cheat oh, no. <laughs> before he wakes up for the final judging. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Kevin it basically sees uh, Gary put on the sentient hat and Ash look at the judge who just passed out. <laughs> and then what would Ash do? To, like, How would Ash cheat? Just You're describing it for Kevin here. Ash is going to go back to using his magic at this okay. point. He starts whipping up spells. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now – No, no. I, I use my magic to create a bunch of ethereal sous chefs to help me out. So so I now have like <laughs> nice. five, five magic like dudes Fantasia running over the, there. Yeah, yeah. Cook, doing all the cooking for me. Uh, the crowd – it goes into uproar as they, they know that for sure this is probably illegal. But they can all point and be in shock and awe as they wait for the judge to hopefully wake up. Or if he does, will he know what happened? That anger tag. Yeah, it's making me think of that WWE contest when they knock out the judge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they bring in a chair. How did they not see the chair? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Kevin. Well, she... There's a scene at some point where someone walks over with a mirror and checks me. And then this sort of like nods to the crowd and everyone starts cheering. <laughs> Kevin, you see all this going on. Your competition is being tainted by the corruption of their 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 uh, shenanigans, especially by the guy you were trying to get to see the light of day. <laughs> With all this happening behind the judge, you see that black shimmering energy begin to appear again. Oh, man. Do you win the competition? <laughs> do you save the poor judge from the black evil fear monster? Or do you teach these young chefs the lesson they need to become the best chefs? <laughs> okay, so my first instinct is to give in to the darkness of cheating during this competition. <laughs> but then... That's the right choice. <laughs> I hear the soft voice of Saucy at my side. Don't give in. You know what you need to do. Ketchup and marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point in time, I'm going to essentially, I'm going to take Saucy, I'm going to kind of spin her in my hand, 
and I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk across the stage. First, I'm gonna just smack away all of the ethereal sous chefs <laughs> with, with the frying pan. Uh, I'm gonna do like a barrel roll, flip up, smack the sous the the hat off of Gary's head, <laughs> and then I am going to march straight down to the judges' stand and give just a slight little knock to the side of the head of Stan, uh, which will expel the darkness that is making him doze off. <laughs> Sacre bleu! All of this using my... Saucemancy. All of this using my frying pan slammer. All right. Skills. Let's see that roll. All right. Unless you're buying it. Um, you know what? I'm buying this one. Yeah, right. It sounded pretty epic to me. This is uh, this is almost <laughs> almost at Caleb level. You have no reason not to buy it at the tide, which is the sixth belief. It always only costs you two, <laughs> but that would give you an automatic critical success. I'll take it. All right. Now, what's cool is when you critical succeed, uh, dealing damage, you deal four damage. Um, and if this is the first blow in any sort of a challenge, you one shot the challenge. Now. Doing so, this sounds like manipulation now. It sounds like you're trying to get everyone to play fair, to do what they're supposed to be doing. This is not how the contest ends. Does that sound right fair, or would you be trying to win the competition with this? No. Uh, in fact, attacking the judge would be an immediate expulsion from the challenge. But <sighs> oh, I am nice. sacrificing myself to give the floor to Gary and Ash to be the final competitors. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash vrpgacademy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at vrpgacademy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G, and you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening, and as always, if you're having fun. 
you're doing it right. <laughs>